W. T. L. This is a big, hairy American winning machine. If you ain't first, you're last. W. T. L. All right, nice, huh? Got a talk show here, talk show with my mic. I got everything. W. T. L. What he does is work out and performance. Ten and two, eighty-five percent weekend. You're a mute. W. T. L. Brings me to my next point. Don't smoke crack. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. That stands for Where's the Line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I am your host, Andy Klassen, and for this very special occasion. This is our 100th episode, Gibran. It is. It is. We are back. I'm the Parlay Pounder, and we'll be giving out picks all night on our 100th episode. And it's been said a million times before. You know, your first 100, that's the tough. That's it's the tough all ones. all downhill from here. <clears throat> Everybody says that. Everybody and we've been killing that. picks anyway, so yeah. I, I can't imagine what the next 100 <laughs> episodes is going to bring us. So. A lot of money. A lot of money. And our listeners, too, right? And our listeners, a lot listeners, of money Listeners, well. viewers, everything across the board. Yep, so, you got it. I think we need to dive into the bowl season, right? College football. And we got a January 1st bowl, a yeah. New Year's Day bowl, and, uh, you know... Iowa Hawkeyes. Iowa Hawkeyes. Give them their flowers, right? They, they did it. They made it. You uh, can. I won't. Uh, I, I will. Yeah. I will give them their flowers. I mean, because they did pull it off here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ten and three season. They did knock off the old corn huskers, uh, even though they were underdogs to the huskers, <laughs> which whatever. But they're still at the going to play at the illustrious Camping World Stadium for the Citrus Bowl. Yeah. And they're going to be squaring off against the Tennessee Volunteers, who hadn't yeah, not not the season they were expecting, eight and four. Right, right. Um, but they are the eight and a half point favorite with a very, <laughs> very low total of thirty six. So nothing new for the Hawkeyes. Nothing new. Might be something new for the old Volunteers, though. Yeah, like you just said, Andy, the Iowa Hawkeyes enter this game as underdogs. The fourth time this season, and they've won twice. So they're two and four in that regard. Uh, yeah, that total is so low. Iowa is only expected to score 13 and a half points. I'm going the over on that mm. because that is plus money right there. Iowa is going to get up for this bowl game a little bit, Andy. So I do like the over on to- team total for Iowa. Okay, and I think I like Iowa on a, a couple different fronts here yeah. because, unfortunately, bowl season has really changed the last couple of seasons. It's not really a bowl season. It's more of a portal season season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season. Yeah. Season? Season. <laughs> and Tennessee, boy, they're on the wrong end of this, unlike Ole Miss. Uh, let me run down some of these names. Starting running back Jalen Wright, over 1,000 yards, 7-point yards per carry. He's declaring for the draft. He's not going to play. A couple offensive linemen aren't going to play. The premier defensive lineman, uh, Tyler Barron, he's a senior. Ten yeah. and a half tackles for loss, six sacks. He's not playing. Let me get to where this really matters. Okay. The defensive backs. Kamal Hayden got hurt. He's declared for the draft. He's yeah. out. Warren Burrell, he's out. He's a redshirt senior, 91 career tackles. Diego Slaughter, another senior. He's out. Defensive back. Tamarian McDonald, a senior nickelback. He's out. Now all their backups are out too. Brandon Turngood, uh, Deshaun Rucker, and Jack Luttrell. All these guys, defensive backs, are out. Now usually we hear all this stuff and yeah. you think, well, those are guys that didn't play. Those guys didn't no. matter. No, these are starters, fifth and sixth year starters, and their backups too are in the transfer portal. For sure. For that alone, even though Iowa doesn't have a passing game and their top receiver, guess what, a tight end, yes. is also out, uh, I, you can't lose that m- much on your defense and no. expect that to be the same product on the field. No, for sure not. Iowa still has a top 10 defense, only uh, giving up 
274 yards a game. That does combat with Tennessee, who is offensively very, very good. But a lot of those guys that have been churning out those yards are not going to play like you said, Andy. I think this spread is just too big. Iowa covers this game. I do believe they probably lose at the end of it by a field goal, <laughs> but they will cover. I like the Hawkeyes to cover for sure. I, I really thought we were going to get it to uh, argue here because I, I, <laughs> I had Iowa covering this as yeah. well just because of all the losses they have on the defensive side. Uh, not that Iowa's uh, been turning out any. Uh, their leading receiver, which I mentioned, uh, was yeah. a tight end, only had 299 yards in the season. Less than 300 yards was yeah. their leading receiver. And I went to do some research on this game, you know, before we go on air. We do do research. A little bit. Uh, Iowa's headline last like four days was we signed a punter from uh, Australia. Their their headline was we got it. a punter. That is an it. international punter. Boom! <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. That so. is their MVP this year, anyways. Is their punter? Well, and I guess this guy from Australia is going to be their MVP next year. I get it. I get it. Should we get into another January first? Let's bowl? get into a game that matters. <laughs> Oh, ouch. All right, we were talking about Alabama yeah. <laughs> taking on Michigan for the granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl. Yeah. And wouldn't you know it, Michigan is a – I mean, this line has been tightening up, but it's got down to a one-and-a-half point Michigan favorite. Yeah. The Crimson Tide are 5-3 and three against the spread this season, Andy. Michigan 7-6 and six against the spread. They mm -hmm. don't cover as much mm -hmm. as the Crimson Tide, but they are perfect with that record, Andy. So – I get why they're favored, but Crimson Tide, in my mind, should be the favorite here, and I think they take down this game. That money line that uh, I'm looking at, plus 110 for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Nope. That's money. That is plus money all day. That's going to happen. Alabama is in the national championship game. Okay, don't you think this game is going to get ugly? It's going to be one in the trenches. Yeah, for sure. And if we're talking about that, I think the Wolverines, well, they do. They Statistically and everything else, they have a better running game and they got yep. a better running defense than Alabama. So if that's your thought process, shouldn't the Wolverines be able to prevail here and win by more than one and a half points? I just don't like betting against Nick Saban when he has time to prepare for this game. Harbaugh is going to get a little crazy in this game. I don't. Is he even able to be on the side? No, I know he is. But he's already uh, served two suspensions. He should be good to go. For no, the I just like Alabama, Andy. Uh, Nick Saban, greatest coach of all time in college football. He takes this game down by himself. The under will hit, though. I like the under. Now, now that's a curious line that you're thinking as well, because the over has smacked. Yeah. Seven of the last nine games for Michigan, much of the same for Alabama. Five of the last six games, the over has hit. Why would you think all of a sudden when two over teams, hot teams, hot offenses, would now hit an under? I just think overall when this game comes down to it, it's going to come back to quarterback play, not turning the ball over, and a defensive just juggernaut game mm -hmm. for the Alabama Crimson Tide. I just believe their defense is that much better. They're going to have a game plan for Quorum, Alabama all day with the under. Well, we can disagree there. I, can. I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Wolverines. I do like your idea, though, uh, that this will be a slow down game that really works into the comfort levels of both coaching staffs. Yeah. Harbaugh's okay with just running the ball, so is Saban, and they'll, they'll, they'll actually welcome that slugfest I think of so. a game. I think so. It'll be a fun game for those old football purists. Should we talk about a game now that's a little bit more up to speed with yes. that modern day game? A little slinging. Sugar. The yep. Sugar Bowl. That's the Texas Longhorns, 12 and 1, taking on the Washington Huskies, who are 13 and 0. One of those 13 and 0 teams that actually made the playoff. Yeah. Can you believe it? That's a good deal. <laughs> good for those guys out there. They, they made the playoff, and all they did was win their conference and win all 13 That's all games. they had to do to get in. <laughs> but they are a four point 
underdog to the Longhorns. Yeah, Andy, uh, like you just said, the Huskies' defense has been very vulnerable at times coming down the stretch here, giving up uh, 24 points per mm-hmm, contest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think Texas is really going to exploit this. Oh. I, I love the Horns in this game. I hate Texas in general, <laughs> but I love them in this game. Uh, four points, I think this is going to – I think they might win by multiple touchdowns here. Horns I down. just really think Texas is rolling right now. Washington kind of limped into this game. Uh, they, they had a really good game against Oregon, but I just do believe it, it's time for them to lose. Jabron, you ignorant schmuck. <laughs> they limped into a game that they beat the Oregon Ducks? They did. Okay, uh, l- let me lay this out there yeah, for, yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah. If uh, Baylor, Kansas State, TCU, and Iowa State, that juggernaut of yeah. Iowa State, can all throw for under 300 yards on this Texas defense, yeah. I think the best passing offense in the nation can also pass for 300 or more yards on the Longhorns. And if they do that, they will win the game. Petrus is going to do it. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm, I think the odds makers have this wrong. It should Ooh. be Washington favored by three or four points, not Texas. Well, yeah, Andy, that does not make sense. So the Huskies <laughs> have won <laughs> eight one-score victories. It's bound to catch up to them. Okay. This is when it does. Texas should be able to control the game with do- dominant run game and a lethal pass rush. They have 32 sacks on ah. the year. They are going to get to Penix Jr., put them on the ground. This game is Texas Longhorns all day. So almost nobody dropped back to pass more than the Huskies, yeah. right, with that high-flying offense. For sure. They only gave up 11 sacks all season. That Get offensive ready. line is up to the taxes. Get ready. There's no injuries there to talk about. Also, the Huskies have one of the most prolific high-octane offenses in yep. the nation. They lead in big play uh, percentage. More 10-yard or more plays than anybody else in the nation. Texas, on the other hand, gives up as much. Their the defense is leaky. They have great athletes. But as always, we say, well, Texas has the best athletes. But, okay, show me. Show me. Okay. I mean, they knocked off Alabama. They then, did. Then what? Then where's that one? We're going to see it back to back. It's Texas versus Alabama in the national championship. Uh, Alabama's going to get their revenge on it. It's uh, <laughs> Alabama national champions this year. You can put that future in as well if you want to. Alabama? Alabama. Wow. So you, you have Alabama taking on Texas, Texas in a rematch. In a rematch. And then you have Alabama taking them down this time. This is the, this is the way. Oh, you're such an SEC guy, old Big 12 <laughs> guy. And you're just going to be a full SEC guy. I am going to be. After, yes, after I have to next be. season there. Yep. Unbelievable. Yep. I agree. I agree. Unbelievable. <laughs> All righty. Well, I think it's about time that we uh, mentioned some of our sponsors here. Yeah, let's do it. Did a little house cleaning. House cleaning. Is that what they say? Uh, let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners. That's the Nebraska Brewing Company. We've been enjoying a Bavarian wheat beer known as the Eos. The unfiltered Eos is a fresh, sweeter style Hefeweizen, thanks to its notes of vanilla and nutmeg. Do you notice? That's good were stuff. You on, you were you on top of that? I was. You got that? I, okay. I listened to it. It's good stuff. <laughs> Nebraska Brewing Company, world class in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. Where's the line? Nebraska's first. And only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Jabra. Oh, the Parlay. You got it. Owner. You got it. We back. We and back. We, we had to bring back the lady boss. Have to. Have the to. lady boss, Marissa Voss. Yes. Oh, yeah, boys. We have to bring it back. We got some hockey talk, right? Hockey. We got, we're going to drop the puck right Let's now. Let's do it. 
Um, there's nothing more, if you don't know me, Marissa Voss, heard at sports, and I'm from Minnesota, yeah. the real state of hockey. Yes. Mm. This guy next to me wants to say he's from Colorado, the actual state of hockey, and that's the, <laughs> that's the most fabricated thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Just champions, just champions. Oh, yeah, 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 it's, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. tough to be a champion and be up here at the same time. I, I yes. I'm happy too many. you, like, participated in the ugly sweater contest that's going on right <laughs> now, so that was, really, that was really good. You are more festive for the season with that jersey. <laughs> hey, winter classic, baby. There it is, there it is. Might have a few too Mini edibles from the old. See, exactly. Is that what's going <laughs> exactly. on over there? Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, okay. Well, we're going to get right into your wheelhouse then, yeah. right? We're going to talk about the Minnesota Wild, mm-hmm. taking on the Boston Bruins here. Now, the Wild, they kind of had an up and down season so far, right? At this recording, they're 12 and 12 and 4, taking on the Boston Bruins, you know, that iconic brand, the yellow, the black. They are 19, 5 and 5. What are your initial thoughts on this kind of matchup? Well, tonight, actually, they're playing the Penguins right now. Yes. So that's the one 13-13-3 the Penguins are, a little bit of the same squad. So um, Gus Bus, Phil Gustafson is in net for us, mm-hmm. and Marc-Andre Fleury is going to be playing tomorrow against Correct. the Bruins. Um, Bruins are a great squad. They were last year. Yes. Um, won the President's Trophy, obviously got bumped out in the first round of right. the playoffs. Everybody was like, what? That's yep. just the trophy curse. Mm-hmm. But you, I mean, you got Brad Marchand, the rat, as everybody in the NHL knows. <laughs> <laughs> um, first in the Atlantic, Jeez. 43 points, yeah. third most points in the league. I mean, this is a stacked squad. And you're looking at Dave Pasternak, yeah. 17 goals, 24 assists, 41 points. Um, Charlie Coyle, former Minnesota Wild player, if you guys don't Correct. know. Mm-hmm. One of the third best right now on the Bruins squad. But it's going to be tough. I mean, they're 10-2-2 two two at home. And the Wild are, I think, not that good t- like, I don't even know their record on, on away, but I can tell you it's not going to be <laughs> not good. It's not as good as that. They are 7-3 and three in their last 10, though. Yes. So the Wild are churning up some wins mm-hmm. right now. Three straight as uh, as of this recording, mm-hmm. going for four tonight, like mm-hmm. you said. Uh, yeah, this Bruins team is so good. So Pasternak sick. is one of the best players mm-hmm. in all of NHL, fifth in, uh, fifth in the NHL yep. in points, uh, like you said, and they're a plus 21 in gold differential yes. this year. They, I, I believe that these guys are a Stanley Cup favorite. Mm. I do believe that they're going to be a wagon all year long. Yep. I will take the puck line in this game minus, minus one, one and a half. half over the wild just no. because – they're rolling right now. Yeah, now, explain that to me. The puck line, is that like the run line in baseball? It is. How does that work? It's the exact same as run line in baseball. You have to beat the team by two that you're favored on. Mm. If you want to do the puck line or the run line, you got to beat them by two. So that's what they got to do. They're going to beat the Wild by two. I, I feel bad because, you know, <laughs> I like the Wild as well, but it's just going to happen to them with one of the best uh, – best teams in the NHL, plus the Wild are on them back-to-back. So that's yeah. going to be a little bit tough. Yeah. Uh, yep. uh, do you agree with that assessment that you think your wild might fall to uh, Boston on I don't a short? Think, I don't short think by rest? two. I think by Ooh, five. I think five okay. four. I'm, I'm feeling a five four. I'm feeling a higher a higher scoring game. Mark Andre Fleury is going to be in net. He didn't want to play against the Pens because obviously mm-hmm. we knew t- tonight that he was a former Penguin. He doesn't like to do that. Doesn't so like they to opted. Do that. Yep. He opted to have Gus in net. He's going to be there tomorrow. But I do believe in this squad. You got Mark Andre Fleury right now, Calder Race. He's the second best rookie in this league. Um, only a couple points behind Connor Bedard and goals behind Connor Bedard. We'll so get to him. We'll get to we'll him. We'll get to that. But Mark, Marco Rossi, you've got Gus, who's absolutely great right now. Um, and just this squad is very underrated, in my opinion. Yeah. Like you said, three game win streak. Um, what I went, what I saw when I went to the shootout yeah. against the Canucks. Yeah. 
Matt Zuccarello is stepping Woo! up. Brandon, Brandon Duhame. We got my personal favorite guy, Connor Dewey, Dewey too. Um, all of these guys. And missing, obviously, a key component, Kirill Kaprizov. He got injured last year. Hasn't really been the same. Been off a little beat. So that is, once we get him in the mix, I think we can really work. But I, I do believe they're, the Bruins are going to win. But I think it's going to be by one because – don't underestimate this wild squad. They're gritty right now. They're great under John Hines. They really have been, you know, excelling at what they're doing. I don't even think they should have lost against the Oilers and the Canucks. I think that was a winnable, two winnable mm -hmm. games yeah. they should have won. So I, I think they're going to lose, but I don't think they're going to lose by two. I'm just saying I do like the Minnesota Wild as a team overall. I mm -hmm. do believe that they Correct. do become mm -hmm. a playoff team down the stretch here. So I really do like the Wild here, uh, just not in this game against probably exactly. the best team in – so do you Hockey. like that money line better at a minus 164 I mean, rather than the puck line? I, I mean, mean that's, that's, it's not that's, bad. Pro that's probably a lock. That's probably a that's lock. That's where you want it. I like the minus one and a half for the Boston Bruins because you get plus money with it, Andy. That's mm -hmm. at a plus 150 right now. Mm -hmm. So I like the plus money. A little bit more bang for your buck. Uh, but that over six goals is probably okay as yes, well. Yes, correct. All right. Should we move on to one of the nightcaps? Let's do a little it. later on. The Edmonton Oilers. Yep. Just a game under 500 at 13, 14, and one taking on the New York Islanders in New York, yeah. who are having a pretty good season, right? 14, 8, and 8. Pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's the same thing, that puck line, one and a half. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the best player in hockey, Connor McDavid. That everybody just, you know, everybody knows that. He's mm -hmm. Wayne Gretzky X. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they just love him there. The Oilers also beat Edmonton early in November here, 4-1. to one. So I just believe that there's a reason why the Oilers are favored here. I, I think they do get the win in in uh in new york in so. new york well, on the road i just love butting heads with him let's I, do I it do not yeah, agree okay here slightest. let's hear it um oilers are very similar yeah, to the yeah, minnesota wild no with doubt. firing their coach and then kind of going back and going on this win streak right john <laughs> yep. hines and then you also have somewhere in my notes which i took eight Hun of today. Well, how long does they, that last, though? Win-win for the Gipper, you know? Well, and that's the biggest thing. So they fire Jay Woodcraft, mm -hmm. and then they go on with the, um, it's Hartford Wolfpack. Um, Chris, I tried to pronounce his name before I got here, guys, and it was like Nobach or something like that. Yeah, so Nobach. sorry if I butchered that. But they've been doing well, and the, you have Connor McDavid, you have Leon Dreisaitl, you Correct. have Zach Hyman. It, mm, <laughs> what? What? Well, well, are you going back and forth on this one? Evander Kane. <laughs> Evander With a Kane. passion for my entire life. The dirtiest player in the history of the NHL, Evander Kane. Listen, he put my boy, Jonas Brodeen, hmm. on the IL, IL long term. We do not have a good relationship yeah. with that. He has but championships anyways, too, though, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's just, that's just how he Vander Kane rolls. But God. He's like, one of those high sticking dipsticks. Like, yeah, he is. He is. Plus, he, he scored is. a goal in this game against New York yep. earlier in the year. So yes. I really like him here. The only reason I'm kind of against the Islanders here, Andy, is they have lost six games at home in overtime. I just believe that hmm. they are mm -hmm. going to do this mm -hmm. again. I believe McDavid gets them a goal in this. So anytime goal for McDavid is one of my favorite uh, plays as well. Well, so. and they are the underdog. They're the underdog yep. at home. So, yep. so I think that says something as well. For sure. All right, should we move on to another nightcap Let's game at the United Center there in Chicago? The Colorado Avalanche. There we go. 19-10, yes. and 10, enjoying a pretty good season here, taking on the Blackhawks, who are on the opposite side of that. Only 9-20-1 are the Blackhawks. <laughs> that, that iconic brand did yeah. had such a good run there for a number of years. For sure. Uh, now they're on the other side. 
Did I say that Connor McDavid was the best player in the NHL? <laughs> pretty sure you said Connor McDavid. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure it's this guy. It's Nate McKinnon. This guy is the man. Second in points with 47, 14 goals this year. Uh, they are going to smoke these Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. The, the mm-hmm. Black, Blackhawks have no chance in this game. The only thing that they have is, like we said, that rookie guy, Connor Bernard. Uh, he, he's, he's, he's the phenom. He is as advertised. Uh, they just got to put some stuff around him now. That money line's at a plus 255. So if you're feeling Chicago, that's a pretty good number to get in on. I wouldn't feel Chicago in this at all. No. There's no way they're going to they're gonna lose 5-1. Yeah. There's, there's no shot Ouch. because Connor Bedard is the best. He is the rookie. He's the best yeah. prospect we've seen since Connor McDavid. Let's yep. look at it. Leads the team in 12 goals, 14 assists, 26 points, and he leads in goals, assists, and points. As a rookie, that's a little bit unheard of. Obviously, Mm. he is that big phenom. But like I said, he's first right now, I think, or first or second or third in the Calder race. Yeah. But I still believe there's a couple guys that are better than him. Probably. I believe there's Marco Rossi. I believe there's a guy in the Calgary Flames. Let's look at Logan Cooley from the Arizona Coyotes. But at the same time, this this Avalanche squad will destroy them. They will. They will murder them. You got Nathan McKinnon. You've got Kale McCarr. McCarr. Um, there's a name I want to mention. I don't know if you know him on the Avalanche. I'm going to throw this out there. Andre Pavel. Okay. Do you know who that yes, is? Yes, of course. Minnesota State used to cover him when I used to do sideline reporting, okay. and I was a Little huge personal fan. relationship. Personal relationship. When, he, when we were in the Frozen Four in the national championship, yep. I worked with him. Great guy. Even great player. So. That is one that you're going to see work through the ranks in this, okay. this Avalanche squad. So watch for Andre Pavel. But, yeah, they're going to get – they're nice. just going to smoke yeah. the Blackhawks. Chicago is last in the Central Division, 9-20-1, mm-hmm. like you said. Mm-hmm. They just don't have what it takes right now. Their goaltender, the one that will be in net tomorrow night, is allowing over three goals per mm-hmm. game. Uh, the, the Blackhawks just don't have it right now. So this now. is where you go – you got to pounce on the puck line then, puck right? Puck line. Yes, where the, the, the look ahead line, whatever, get on it. Puck line the for the Avalanche is, yeah, uh, minus 105 right now. Jump on that. I believe even the over six and a half goals is a pretty safe bet. Uh, I got Nate McKinnon probably – maybe hat trick? You don't Ooh, know. You don't honestly, know. Honestly, I feel like that's such a – like that's actually a good lock. It could happen. A lock? I feel like it. I you guys are like agreeing too much I, on this, this, on this, this final one, one here. I don't know. Okay, look at me. You're looking. You're going to tell me you're not going to go and choose the Avalanche. The Blackhawks are the worst team in the league. They but are. Actually, that oh. and the Sharks. And that's saying something considering the Sharks, what, yeah, 14 are the season watch the at Sharks. 14? Oh, I cannot watch the Sharks. It's so bad. It's so bad. But, no, we're both on the Avalanche. Uh, I think we, you know, split a little bit with the Wild. But, okay. yeah, she's got the knowledge. I'm just learning. So, <laughs> And that's why we love to bring you on. You brought so much good stuff there to the table. Marissa, thank you for joining us. Thank you, guys. Took a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Stock and Rod Company, an outdoor lifestyle brand for those seeking adventure. Whether it's hunting, fishing, hiking, they got you covered. Visit stockandrod.com to get your wild game on. Don't go anywhere. This is W. T-L. Yeah, welcome back, everybody, to WTL, Where's the Line, Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I am your host, Andy Class, and joined by Jabron, <laughs> the parlay pounder. You got it. We're back. We're back. We're back. And, you know, it's our 100th episode. It is. It's, uh, you know, Christmas, uh, holidays, all this good stuff, yep. all this fun stuff. So we, we also had to bring back a friend of the show, guest Always. of the show. Jeremy Odom. Woo! Jeremy, how are we Thank doing? You. Thank you for having me back. And congratulations, 100 episodes. You know, only one out of every 100 podcasts mm. make it this far. 
Oh, wow. Congratulations, See, guys. Yeah, That's, a real, okay. That's, That's a, a real stat. That's a real stat. golf clap there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, we opened the show saying, yeah, we're the first 100 are the tough ones. It's all yeah. downhill from here. It's all downhill. And we've just been crushing it anyway. Yeah. So, oh, my it's God. A, yep. It's just so exciting to think about what's going <laughs> to – the future's going to hold for us at WTL. we got to talk some NFL football. That's yes. why we brought you in. You know, you're a sports writer, you're a comedian, you're doing all these things – but your your knowledge of sports betting, we uh, tapped into that earlier, and we had a lot of fun with it. So we got to get back into that. Okay. We're gonna start with Thursday night. Woo! New Orleans Saints taking on the Los Angeles, the Los Angeles Rams. They're back in LA. All both these teams are seven and seven. Rams being the home favorite. Four points, minus four. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, what do you think of that? How many years do they have to be in Los Angeles before they're not just back and they're just home? That's what I, that's what I, I really know. want to know. I don't know. Well, you know. My we're, Chargers have the same problem. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. But, you know, Rams head coach Sean McVay, he historically has that photographic memory, right? Mm-hmm. Where he, you know, mm-hmm. he's brought it up, especially during the Super Bowl run. Everyone want to talk about yeah, it. He remembers yeah, yeah. every play, right, that happens. And sports bettors are kind of the same way. <laughs> they remember all the wins, but more importantly, they yeah, remember the, the losses, losses, right? Right, yeah. And the Saints have given us everything we need to know, and hopefully we remember what's going to happen here. They are winless against the spread yeah. um, mm. when they are a four-point or more underdog. And they have only hit the road over once in seven games. Yeah. I don't like them yeah. at all. I like the Rams at home. Yeah. And the history of what the Saints have given mm-hmm. us this year, their resume yeah. just tells us exactly which way to go. Yeah, it's kind of difficult getting behind the Saints here, I think. And you know I'm a big travel guy. You're yeah, going yeah. all the way from New Orleans all the way out to L.A. Uh, so you're going to have some jet lag there. Early week, water down playbook, all those things. Jabron, how are you seeing this one? Yeah, I mean, the Rams have accelerated that rebuild that they started. Uh, they would be in the playoffs if the season ended today. I love the offense. It's kind of found its footing with uh, – you know, mm-hmm. getting Cooper cut back in Pukunuku at the same time. So the Saints are in the hunt for the NFC South with every other team besides my Panthers. But uh, <laughs> yeah, L.A. has improved steadily and healthy. I, I love L.A. here. I think this four points is easy lock. I love the Rams. Give it to me. I think we're all in agreement there. What about that total? Let's see here. I'm looking at a 44 and a half. Uh, both these teams have been smashing the under as yeah. of late. Five of the last six games for L.A., they've hit that under. Yeah, I'm hitting the under. I mean, yeah. the, Saint, the Saints have proven that they won't hit the over, mm-hmm. uh, only hitting one or yeah once in every last seven games on the road. Um, and the Rams are they're going to play down, I think, to their opponents. So I, I like the under in this one. Under under's a lock as well. Give me the Rams in the under. I do have a little anytime touchdown score. Okay. Cooper Cup does get back in the end zone this week. He is at a plus one thirty anytime touchdown mm. score. Give me Cooper. He's getting in there. Like that plus money with Cooper Cup. That can't, you have to. You can't go wrong. It can't easy. go wrong, it's right? Easy. Okay. easy money. Let's move on uh, to December 23rd. That's New uh, Christmas Eve Eve. Eve, 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 Eve. That's the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the <clears throat> Pittsburgh Steelers. A couple teams sitting around 500 once again. You talk about parody, NFL, mm-hmm. boy, yeah. do they do that right? Steelers 7-7, seven and seven. Cincinnati Bengals 8-6. and six. The Steelers are a home dog at 2.5. Jeremy, how do you feel about that? Well, you know... The Bengals quarterback, Jake Browning, he's, oh my gosh. he is on a three-game streak of hitting the over. He's got the cats purring. He's got the cats purring. He's comfortable. <laughs> and you know when a quarterback or really a player of greatness feels comfortable, they have to find weird ways to motivate themselves. Mm-hmm. Last week, he motivated himself by looking at the other side and saying, the Vikings, you guys cut me. Yep. I'm going to beat you. And he did, right? I think he and, said the F word, too. 
I don't know about yeah. that. I won't put words in his mouth. It's Christmas time. Okay. Yeah, we're not, yeah, we're not going to get there. But Jake Browning's <laughs> leading the Bengals. Yeah. I like what he's doing. I don't like the Steelers. But no. one thing is, when you, find, when you have greatness and you have to find ways to motivate yourself, mm-hmm. I, a lot of people don't know this, Jake mm. Browning once in 2018 was in line at a coffee shop. There was a guy with a Steelers shirt on. Mm. He gave him a side eye. He's never forgotten. So, <laughs> oh wow, there is Jeez. motivation yeah, he's here. Really digging. There okay. is motivation here. Yeah. I like the Bengals. Is he going to call that guy out uh, in camera on the sideline? Post game. Post game. Post game. After, after the win. <laughs> we, he's not going to jinx it. Come on, yeah, he's not crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't jinx that. Yeah. yeah, but the Steelers may go with Mason Rudolph for this game, Andy. And they are. Th- th- no matter how bright Rudolph's nose is this Christmas. <laughs> They cannot <laughs> beat the Bengals. The Steelers are going down. They're moving in a totally opposite direction than this Bengals team. Like we said, Jake yeah. Browning has this motor going good for the Bengals, ready for Burrow to come back. So yeah. I really like the Bengals here. Two and a half is easy. Money line is a lock. I mean, it's a road game. It's AFC North. There's a couple of rivals here that has predominantly been, you know, dominated yeah. uh, by the Steelers. I get a kick out of the chirping uh, from Steeler fans saying, oh we got to get rid of Tomlin. We got to get rid of Yeah, Tomlin. get rid of him. Oh, well, Chicago will take him. Chicago Bears will take him. <laughs> Carolina will take him. I'm just fine with that. What about this total 38 and a half, Jabron? This is tough. This is tough because I just don't see Pittsburgh scoring at all. I don't think, mm. they, oh. I don't think they'll score. So, wow. uh I, I got to go with the under. You're thinking the I under, aren't you? The, I have yeah. to go with the under. I'm thinking like 28 to three Bengals. Now on the flip side of that, Cincinnati has smacked the over five yes. of the last six. Yeah, including three in a row. Yeah, Browning mm. getting more comfortable. I know. They're I averaging know. 26 points a game. I don't know. I, I think the it's Steelers right can put together okay. enough offense to get us to the over. Let's do it. All right. All right. So we got a little split there with yep. the with the over under. All righty, let's get on to the nightcap. A 7 o'clock kickoff, the Buffalo Bills. Kind of a resurgence to their season. The up-and-down yeah. Bills are sitting at 8-6 and six now, taking on the Los Angeles. That's their hometown. The Los Angeles Chargers at SoFi. Chargers, I think they just let go of their coach, right? Yes. They're 5-9. And, the and, yep. and they're move. a 11-point uh, 11, 11 dog at home. Jeremy, they're your Chargers. Uh, <laughs> what, are you, what are your initial thoughts here? Somebody's got to claim them, right? Yep, yeah. somebody's <laughs> got to do it. Yep. Um, you know, you put the best game in primetime, I think. <laughs> okay. You okay. put the best game on primetime, and you put the best game on Peacock. That's right. That's what you do. Yes. <laughs> Just shove it off to me. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to watch football, you'll find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The thing is, the Bolts, they're 5-9 and nine straight up, but they're also 5-9 and nine against the spread. Mm-hmm. Um, normally, you, you see a coach get fired, a team that's struggling, a team that looks unmotivated, and they certainly looked unmotivated Very last Thursday so. night. Yeah. Um, usually, you see a bounce. You see Ooh. energy, You see, especially when you have a veteran team. You yeah. see guys who want to showcase what yeah, they yeah. can do and what can be. That's not the case. Uh, this week. No. That's not going to happen Saturday night. It's going to be Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to continue to be a quarterback leading the Chargers that is not prepared to lead the Chargers <laughs> uh, in, 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 in stay, yeah. Easton Stick. So, Easton Stick. He's a local boy. I mean, yeah. I, I love him yeah. for that. And I'm going to cheer him. And Junior Jays. He's QB1 now. But yep. um, they are not prepared for this Buffalo team that looks like they are heading towards the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. You, you nailed that one last week with Easton Stick. And, I, you know, I, I, was, sure. I was trying to give him some flowers and all that stuff. Uh, he ended up putting together a really nice game, but that was kind of fool's gold. You know, that's right. like taking yep. a Detroit, uh, you know, quarterback in fantasy football a couple years ago. Where, yeah. Oh, he had 270 yards. Well, yeah, that was yeah, garbage no doubt. time. Garbage yeah. time. Uh, but when it mattered most, you know, there was turnovers, everything that you thought from a young quarterback. 
Uh, and Buffalo, it they're, they're looks like they right turned. Now. Yeah, they're, they're like rolling they right now. Things around. Like I said, uh, you have a better chance of finding this on your TV on Peacock than the Chargers do of keeping this within two scores. Oh, it's ouch. not happening. Uh, the Bills can just give the ball to James Cook. He's going to cook for sixty minutes. He'll probably have over two hundred and fifty yards rushing. Wow, three touchdowns on this uh, Chargers defense. I'm I'm leaning big time Bills, and you know what? That under too. Really? The under, under oh, two. No. 42 and I'm a half. I'm thinking Bills 30 about- to 3. That's it. <laughs> I love you, Jabron, because you talk about how it's going to be an offensive yep. spectacle. Then you yeah. go, smack that <laughs> on under. One side. On one <laughs> side. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Is Much like last week, yeah. the Chargers will put points on the board. Mm-hmm. Um, so the over at 42 and a half seems like something that, that is attainable. It's, yeah. Because um, Buffalo is going to take up most of that, right? Mm-hmm. But it's going to be much like last week against the Raiders. Stick's going to get some garbage time. Yeah. I mean, this team is still talented. Those points oh, still yeah. score yeah. towards the, the total. They so. do? It's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. 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 The garbage, now, garbage time. Uh, I am definitely more on the Bills than I am on the under. So I, I've just grown immune to this 14-point road victories this season. If you would uh, check out the 49ers, it happens a lot. It, so. it does happen a lot. And Buffalo, though, they're only 3-7 and seven yeah. against the spread oh, the yeah. last 10. So even though they're winning games – you know, at the beginning of the season, these are games that we expected them yeah, to sure. win. And I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on this. There's a crazy stat out there that after an NFL team, even a college team, fires their coach, the next game they win like 64% of the time. Like they win one for the Gipper. You don't see that happening for the Chargers here? I really don't. This mm. team seems like they're just preparing for vacation, uh, which is coming very, very soon for these players. <laughs> they don't have to worry about um, yeah, Normally, I, I would feel the same way. You know, you get excited when the team yeah. fires a coach. You want to mm-hmm. see what they can do and what, what's coming next. But we're getting that plus 500 money line for the Chargers. I mean, maybe, maybe a $10 spot on it or something. Ooh, a little I sprinkle. Know. You know, normally when there's maybe a, a Christmas present for you. A double-digit underdog in the NFL. It's like, <laughs> pound that, right? Yeah, but, pound it. No, I don't know. Part of me, too, as a Chargers fan, I'm heavily going that they won't cover. Yeah. H- hoping I reverse this. And they Ooh, do. There we go. So into I'm, okay. I'm kind yeah. of playing okay. that angle, too. So Yeah, all I got to do is put a little bit of your hard-earned cash on it to reverse it. So yep. Yeah. I've yep. been there. I've been there. That's the way it goes. Chicago Bears so I agree. I agree. I, I get it. Well, Jeremy, can we get you to stick around for one more segment? Absolutely. All righty. Yeah, well, let's to. take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. World class in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is W. T.L. W. T. L. It's a big, hairy American winning machine. If you ain't first, you're last. W. T. L. All right, nice, huh? Talk show here, talk show with my mic. I got everything. W. T. L. He does his workout at hey, Pitbulls. 10 and 2, 85% weekend. You're a mute. W. T. L. Brings me to my next point. Don't smoke crack. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL, Where's the Line, Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. We are enjoying and celebrating our 100th episode. Yeah. I am your host, Andy Klassen, joined by Jabron. The Paw. 
Harley Pounder. You got it. You got it. <laughs> and we had to bring Jeremy Odom. Had to. Senior sports writer and yep. professional comedian. Can we, is that good? Can I we, have been paid a few times. Yeah. So, so I, I think that's, that counts. There that we go. There we go. Yeah. A man of many hats. So we, we, uh, we've had you on before. I had a lot of fun. So we had to get you back on. I appreciate you inviting me onto the show. This is awesome. Of course. Uh, what a great show. 100 episodes. What yes. a great milestone. And looking forward to yeah. For the rest. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're having a lot of fun with it. So let's uh, keep that ball a rolling. We got three, a triple header. Ooh. Boy, the NFL does this right, don't they? They do. It's like the gift that mm-hmm. keeps, keeps on giving it, but it's a freight train that's just running everything and everybody over. Yeah. And as soon as you give an inch, high school football is over. College football is not on a Saturday. Okay, we'll take Saturday. We're the NFL. We got you. Yeah. We got it all. We got 32 teams. We'll figure it out there. So anyway, we got the uh, Las Vegas Raiders heading on over to Kansas City where the Chiefs, ooh, they're a little hot right now. They're a little uh, agitated, you could say. Yeah. They're a 10-point favorite in a conference game at home. That total is at 42, Gibran. Yeah, I mean, like you said, uh, to start Christmas Day, this is the first one of the triple header. Uh, What I'm really looking at here, Andy, is the given the money line is so bad in in sway of the Chiefs, and mm-hmm. I I just don't like them covering this ten points wow. against a division rival. They always play down to the Raiders. They do it mm-hmm. every time. But Kansas City has won six straight over Las Vegas. The Chiefs wow. are also seven and one on the under in their past eight home games, yes. and nine and five yes. on the under this season. Give me that under forty three points where it sits at right now. Wow! Wow! You don't always hear that out yeah. loud. Chiefs and the under. I'll Jeremy. do it. I'll do it all day. <laughs> what do you think, Jeremy? You know, as a Chargers fan. <clears throat> Uh, this Raiders team's really good. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys know mm. this. If you've seen last week, week 15 game, but the Raiders look elite. Um, the Chiefs have been kind of offensively just kind of puttering. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they look elite. I mean, they do. They look like a team that they did this on purpose yep. and weren't against the team giving up. I agree. Um, no, this is one of those things where when an NFL team is a underdog by double digit points i love it yeah i love the raiders here they Me usually too. keep close mm. with the chiefs those games are tough they've had an upset you know yeah. two here in their in their past um especially when they're in a big time game that a lot of people are watching this is the only game on so yeah. the raiders will be up for it i like their motivation and their spirit right now yeah okay i, I love them covering i don't know if they win outright but i love them yeah covering. no yeah. I, I like the cover i do believe the chiefs get it with a field goal probably at the end but uh this max crosby character does get under patrick's yes. skin he really yes. does and patrick will probably find a way to win this game but he is going to be mad with this pass rush all game long i do believe the chiefs win Give me the Raiders covering, though. And you guys are talking about how, you know, Raiders have been playing maybe better as of late. And Chiefs, you know, you're like, well, is that up, down? Where where are we going with these guys? And this is a high noon kickoff on CBS to get things started on Christmas Day. Talking of what have you done for me lately, Las Vegas, they have covered for the last five games. However, six of the last five against the Chiefs, they have not covered. So it gives you a little uh, moment for to to pause, especially with this being on the road. But you guys are going to be steadfast. Leaning on the Raiders. Absolutely. I believe so. And I don't even know if Taylor Swift's going to be at this game. <laughs> oh, the- you think she's donating her Christmas to this game? I doubt it. I had actually heard that if if you live in the Kansas City area and <laughs> you leave a red scarf on the front door handle, <laughs> the Chiefs will cover for Christmas. Oh. I heard that is actually a thing. So okay. I don't know. So okay. Chiefs fans Here we go. I don't, I don't what era are we in now? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my <laughs> God. 
All right, let's move on to the yeah. 3.30 kickoff on Fox. That is the Giants. This is an NFC uh, couple teams here. The Giants taking on the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles. Eagles continue to fly high at 10-3, and three, although they've had a couple hiccups. Yeah. As of late, everyone's talking about Jalen Hurts and the illness. All signs are pointing towards he's going to play. He's going to gut it out. But yeah. we saw that with Mahomes. He had a, a pneumonia or a similar type of thing that they're comparing to Jalen Hurts here, and he did not look like himself a couple weeks ago when he tried to gut it out and play through it uh so you got another wide point spread here yeah. a divisional game 10 and a half is what we're looking at right now the eagles are your favorites well the thing with the giants right now is that devito is he gonna play danny devito he got yeah. whacked hey. he, he got whacked last week <laughs> that's right he, he is floating in the river right now he if, is if devito <laughs> isn't on the field it may not even matter it doesn't matter what the point spread is <laughs> yeah that the eagles are gonna cover but hurts you talked about hiccups isn't that what he has he has the hiccups right isn't it's that something like that they, yeah it's something with his chest <laughs> yeah so I think he'll be back, you know, by then, obviously. Okay. In fact, yeah. there's a chance he plays week 16. So I do see him coming back. I love the Eagles here. Okay. They need a get-right game. No. Yeah. No. They are desperate for a get-right They're game. playing tonight, obviously. Probably beat the Seahawks mm -hmm. this, uh, tonight as well. But like you said, Jalen Hurts should be fully healthy at home next week. Uh, and they really need to need this game to keep pace in the NFC yep. East to keep ahead of the yep. Cowboys. And if needed, that wild card as well. So, Eagles are going to smoke these guys. Uh, DeVito era is gone. Giants are dead. Jeez. Uh, Guys are quick Eagles. to throw some quarterbacks. All, all day. I don't all day. The look ahead line, the early line opened up at 7.5. Now it's already to 10.5. For sure. Uh, is it, could it get – where does that end for you? 11.5, 12.5, could it get to a point where you're saying, okay, take the Giants? I, I really do believe that this will get to 13.5, 14 points. Mm -hmm. So if you're on the Eagles, do it now. Uh, do it earlier in the week because it it's going to happen. It's going to be two touchdown favorite for the Eagles. But the Big Blue has lost 10 straight at the link. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Santa won't be booed this year in Philly. <laughs> <laughs> so with uh, DeVito now, sleeping with the Vizs and no offense for the Giants. Do you think that 43 and a half, you're going to take that under? You guys looking at the under? I love the over, actually, mm, personally. Because I think over. the Eagles are going to pile it on. I mean, yep. and that's going to primarily just come from Philly. So. Well, that happened last week. You it had did. a really good parlay really going did. to you, and I you know. said uh, Miami could score 35 by themselves. They did. They scored 30, <laughs> yep. but you didn't get any help, no, and that's where it ended. Help. No, I, I think this is a little different. I do believe mm -hmm. Eagles do put it on them. Giants get a garbage touchdown here or there. This over is, I think, pretty safe. You like that? You, you like yeah. the over? I love the over. Okay. Now, the NFL, we talked about how they do it right. They yeah. saved a pretty darn good game here for primetime. 7-15 kickoff on ABC Christmas evening. The Baltimore Ravens, sitting at 11-3 right now, are taking on the San Francisco 49ers, who are also at 11-3. 49ers are a home favorite, five and a half. I love how that's off that key number. It's attracting a lot, a lot of action. Yeah. Uh, first thing right out the gate, the only thing that you can lock on this game is CMC anytime touchdown score. <laughs> Whatever the line's yeah. at, Little just clock it in because it's happening. Well, he had that uh, one game out of 43 games where he didn't <laughs> score a touchdown, though. Yeah, I remember that. That is. You that, speak like somebody who has one of your favorites. I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I used to have him on my actual team, too. So it, it's, uh, it, it's all going to come you know, spiraling down for me here. But, no, uh, this is most likely a Super Bowl preview. This is as close as we're going to get with yeah, two teams like that are that. playing like this right now. Uh, these are the only two NFL teams that have gotten consistently better, I believe, during the season this year. Uh, and th these mm -hmm. are, you know, 
the battle of two MVPs here with Brock Purdy and Lamar Jackson. So this is everything hyped up to be. I do like the Ravens to cover. It's crazy to hear really? Purdy MVP. Yeah. It, it is. Mm. It's just it crazy is. to mm-hmm. me. Yeah, yeah. Now, for the last five times that these two teams have squared off, the 49ers have covered. Does yeah. that sway you at all, or is this a new season, new team, new slate? Well, I just I – just, don't think it, it's so hard to pass on the Ravens getting this many points. Getting five points is what I'm seeing, Andy. And even in Santa Clara, Baltimore has covered seven of nine as underdogs mm. this year. Wolf, a- I, I love the Ravens. They just cover. They it's, just cover. It's just such an ugly offense. And ugly's good, right? Yep, but, yep. I mean, a lot of times it's scrambling. It's a quarterback making something happen. And this, I don't know, this isn't a defense that I necessarily like my quarterback <laughs> trying to pick up yards. Yeah, no doubt. This is an elite defense, right, with the 49ers. The Ravens offense hasn't looked pretty since Joe Flacco was quarterback and he had that chiseled chin. I mean, <laughs> the Browns quarterback. Yeah, yeah. That, that guy. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the Browns current quarterback. He's winning yeah, games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I love the Ravens keep this game close. Yeah. I love the 49ers to win outright. But yeah. To cover, to get five and a half, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's easy money. Five and a half. I do believe maybe people even bet this up and it gets to six and a half, yep. seven points sure. by the it's time uh, Christmas rolls around. So I really do believe a lot of people are going to be on the 49ers. I do believe the Ravens are a sneaky play this weekend. All right, Jerron, you gave us a player prop with the CMC. Anytime yeah. touchdown, you yeah. have to have a parlay. I do have a parlay. It's a three-teamer, about team that we haven't talked about yet tonight. I am on the New York Jets against the Washington Commanders. Minus two and a half. I believe they got it. Uh, Maybe Santa Claus, Mr. Aaron Rodgers, will make an appearance. If he does, this is a lock. (laughs) But no, I love the Jets over the Commanders. Commanders season's over. They don't care about anything. Next, I'm moving on to the Detroit Lions over the Minnesota Vikings. Same way with the Vikings. Season's over. Doesn't matter. Lions roll these guys. It's only at two and a half right now. To end this, it's the Green Bay Packers at the Carolina Panthers. Going to smoke them. Whoa. It's only at three right now. This is free money. The Panthers just won a tough gut check game in the rain. (laughs) What are you talking about? Yeah, with 40 people in attendance. I Uh, thought it got up to like 55. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is is too free. If anybody wants to win some money this week, put a whole bunch on the Green Bay Packers. They are going to roll the Carolina Panthers. And that's not a bad idea, too. If you wanted, you could do three straight bets and feel pretty good about that. For sure. Run down that parlay one more time. You got the Jets by two and a half, the Lions by two and a half, the Green Bay Packers. Packers by three, putting $25 on this, Andy, to receive $100. Feel pretty good about that. Jeremy, how, what do you think on that? I love the parlay. I think it's going to hit. It's, it's going to hit. And generally, no. I see it all the time on X that, you know, Jabron has hit <laughs> another, another parlay. And I'm like, let's go. Smack it. And I, I hope Aaron Rodgers shows up. Yeah. That would be nice. I had heard, though, he's moving to Alaska because really? it's, it's dark. Yeah, the they new NFL period. team in Alaska. Nice. They have that period where it's really dark. Okay. So that's, he's that's, like, so, yeah. that's how he you is. Know. You know. That's yeah. where the Chargers are moving next. He's out there. <laughs> <laughs> Chargers. Is he going to sign with the Chargers? It's dark in LA. It's dark in LA. Very dark. Very, <laughs> very, very dark. And too bad we had to end it on such a we dark did. note. Yeah, that's there, my bad. No, no, no. Uh, we are running out of time here, but yeah. uh, I, Jeremy, I can't thank you enough for hopping on with us and, and celebrating this 100th episode with us. Absolutely. It was a privilege to be here. Thank you very much. We also got to thank the lady boss, Marissa Voss, for yes. talking a little hockey with us. Uh, she does a little bit of everything for she her dad sports, the empire, the media empire that is her dad. Jabron, the par, lay, pounder. I'm Andy Klassen. Thank you all for listening and sticking with us over our first 100 episodes. Hopefully our next 100 will be... You know, just about as good or just right there. Maybe a little bit better. A little better. 
For Andy, uh, thank you all for listening to WTL. This has been our 100th episode of Where's the Line?